Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman arrived in Greece Tuesday to seal a number of agreements on energy, military cooperation, and in other fields. The visit comes as Greece has forged closer diplomatic and economic ties with Saudi Arabia in recent years as it seeks to build alliances and partnerships in the wider region. This was Mohammed bin Salman's first trip to an EU country since the killing in 2018 of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi and follows President Biden's visit to Saudi Arabia earlier this month. Dr. John Svakianakis joins me to discuss the visit to Greece by the Saudi Crown Prince and break down Greece's diplomatic pivot toward the Middle East, including Saudi Arabia, over the last years. John Svakianakis is a senior scholar at Pembroke College at the University of Cambridge and an associate fellow with the Middle East and North Africa program at Chatham House. He is also the chief economist and head of research of the Gulf Research Center in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Dr. Svakianakis, thanks for joining us on The Greek Current. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Dr. Sakanakis, in remarks ahead of this visit to Greece, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman was quoted as saying that there are many issues on the docket that are game changers for Greece, Saudi Arabia, and for the region that would be discussed. Was this a game-changing visit for Greek-Saudi relations? 100%. I think this is a brand new relationship. Of course, it didn't happen today. It started back in 2018. And it's really the creation of the two leaders who have the vision One is the Greek prime minister and the other is Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who did see the Greek-Saudi relationship as a stepping stone for this new approach to Europe and the Middle East. You know, it's a bridge that covers both sides. Greece being an important entry point for investments, for people, ideas from the Middle East and Asia into Europe and vice versa. Greece being an important bridge for trade and the flow of ideas, human capital, into the Middle East and Asia. I think this is one of many visits and one of many announcements that we will see coming up in the coming months and, you know, hopefully years. And what was quite telling is what uh, Prince Mohammed said at his opening statement with a Greek prime minister, which was that I will not come to Greece empty-handed, which means that, you know, there will be more that Saudi Arabia will be providing. There'll be more that Saudi Arabia will do. Simply seeing what was announced as what will be delivered is going to be an understatement. If anything, Saudi culture bestows a lot of gratitude that comes with investments, money, capital, which is very much needed for the Greek economy. I want to turn to energy. You know, Since Russia invaded Ukraine, energy concerns are at the top of the agenda for much of the world. This visit highlighted the potential for Greece and Saudi Arabia to work together to enhance the region's energy security. How can Saudi Arabia contribute together with Greece to Europe's overall energy security here? Well, Saudi Arabia is one of the most fundamental energy producers in the world. Not too long ago, President Biden went to Saudi Arabia. And before that, at that time, the UK's Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, went to Saudi Arabia specifically to ask the Saudis to increase production. And energy is at the core of Saudi Arabia. And if anything, Saudi Arabia is the most strategic global player when it comes to energy. So for Greece to begin to have a serious discussion about energy and Greece becoming an important hub for Saudi energy exports, be it on the hydrogen front, which is what was discussed yesterday, to the electricity grid 
connection between Saudi Arabia and the Eastern Mediterranean going through Greece, I think is excellent. What we need to understand is that Greece needs to continually commit, show its depth, show its seriousness. And the Saudi way of doing business is producing the equity that is so fundamental to doing things. So Saudi Arabia's energy contribution is huge in terms of hydrocarbons, in terms of crude oil, in terms of what it wants to do to diversify away from oil and hydrogen, whether it is green or blue hydrogen, Saudi Arabia continues to apply the equity force it has. Just not too long ago, Prince Mohammed announced a $400 billion hydrogen plan for the kingdom. Not too long ago, in fact, the day before he visited Greece, he announced a $1 trillion investment in the northern part of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is very aspirational, ambitious, but has the wherewithal to produce what is required. And I think it is very opportune for Greece to be linking with such an important powerhouse whilst it's trying to be within this Europe-centric mode of diversifying its energy sources. Over the last years, we've seen a diplomatic pivot on the part of Greece toward the Middle East, including Saudi Arabia. Does this visit also underscore Greece's important strategic role in the Eastern Mediterranean and the region overall? Absolutely. I think finally Greece realizes that it has definitely an advantage, competitive, comparative, a definite strategic advantage over many other countries in Europe. And I wouldn't just say Europe and the Balkans. I would say definitely Western Europe. Greece is a very neutral and likable player. Greeks are very likable in the Middle East. In fact, our culture is very close. Whether we go to Egypt or we go to Saudi or Lebanon or Iraq, Greeks and Greece have a historic attachment. So the approach of Greece to realize its fundamental tilting point towards that part of the world, which is the Middle East as well, not to forget the rest of Europe, we have an advantage over the rest of Europe, culturally, historically, and the appreciation that Saudis and Arabs give and bestow to Greeks, they would far more do business and drink coffee and do business with Greeks rather than Western Europeans. They wouldn't do easily business with Germans. Germans have good products, but the affinity does more. And in business, affinity in chemistry takes you further away than just doing a transaction. As relations between Greece and Saudi Arabia grow stronger, we've also seen efforts by Turkish President Erdogan at the same time to normalize relations with Riyadh. What do you make of this effort on the part of Ankara and how do you see it fitting in with the, let's say, triangle, Athens, Ankara, Riyadh? It is often a very valid question and I'm often asked. And I think we cannot ignore that Turkey is a player, a very important player in the Middle East. It is a Muslim country. It is within this wider context of Sunni Islam. But more recently, over the last few years, President Erdogan has been not a Sunni proponent, but more of an extreme fundamentalist proponent, supporting the Muslim Brotherhood and other extreme forces, which the Sunni world of Saudi Arabia and the Sunni world of Egypt doesn't bode well. Having said that, as Turkey is an important player in the Middle East. It is a significant economy, and one cannot brush them away. Having said this, 
President Erdogan did visit Saudi Arabia, but he only visited Saudi Arabia for three hours. And he wasn't met at the airport by a high senior official. And that makes a whole difference when you're visiting a country. The protocol is very important. Yes, Prince Mohammed visited Turkey a month ago, but nothing was announced, both on the trade and economic front, whereas while he visited Greece in Athens, he announced a lot of things. And somebody to announce a fourth pillar, he announced three pillars, and he said there will be a fourth that I will announce soon. And as I said, he said, I'm not coming empty-handed, means a lot for a Saudi person and a leader such as Mohammed bin Salman to be saying this, it means a lot. So I think the Saudis are placing a lot in their relationship with Greece. However, we shouldn't be ignorant that there is a relationship with Turkey. But at the right moment, Greece did penetrate the void and it filled the gap in 2018. Remember, when the Khashoggi affair happened, Turkey-Saudi relations went for the worse. Uh, There was an embargo by Saudi Arabia of all Turkish goods. And that relationship was taken out of the deep freeze just a few months ago. And between 2018 and today, Greece has been building up on its relations. And I think this is great because Greece should be playing a greater role in the Middle East, geopolitically and economically. It has a lot to offer. I mean, energy is one, shipping is another, food is third. We have a lot to show and offer our knowledge and experience to the Saudis in terms of tourism, because we know tourism too well. And Saudi Arabia wants to diversify. Eventually, and probably they will compete with us. But, you know, this is all coming from the goodness of the Greek side. And I think also from a human capital perspective, Greeks have helped Saudi Arabia for many years, and they should continue to do so more forcibly now, because Greeks have a lot of experience. They have wonderful human talent, and Saudis are trying to build that human talent, both at the scientific and at the more general business environment. And I think that's something that Greece can contribute for many, many years. Well, since 2002, 2003, when I first went to live in Saudi Arabia, I got to know that there are many engineers who have helped, many doctors who have helped create knowledge and deepen the knowledge of Saudis in these respective professions. And of course, other professions. So I think there is a lot. And I think finally, the politics is aligning with the interests. And strategically, Saudi and Greece have a lot to offer to each other. Wrapping up, you know, this was the first visit by Mohammed bin Salman to an EU country since the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018 and comes on the heels of President Biden traveling to Saudi Arabia. And as we saw in reports, the Crown Prince's next stop is to meet with President Macron in Paris. What does this tell us about Saudi Arabia's broader diplomatic standing with the West? I think, first of all, Saudi Arabia is such a player that nobody can ignore them. It's a global player. It is one of the top 17 economies in the world. They're a member of the G20. This is a very serious economy. Greece and the world have to recognize and reckon with, regardless. Regardless in the sense that, you know, countries all make mistakes. China is a very important economy. But in the fight with China, as the U.S. wants to see it, you need to have allies. And Saudi Arabia is a definite ally for Europe. 
a definite ally of Greece and a definite ally of President Macron. Now, what is important is that Prince Mohammed decided to go to Greece first and then France to showcase that my first trip to Europe post-2018 is going to be in Greece because I want to recognize the leadership that Greece has shown and the support that Greece has given to Saudi Arabia by sending Patriot missiles to the western coast of Saudi Arabia to defend it against Houthi missiles that are coming from Yemen. It was a very important trip to signify that relationship and to signify that I'm going first to Greece and then to France. Even if in France, I'll probably sign many more deals, multi-billion dollar deals. Still, the relationship between Greece and Saudi Arabia is going to be a strategic relationship. One of many trips, one of many things. Prince Mohammed has again said, you know, I'm not going to be an empty-handed crown prince. I'm going to show you a demonstrate. And uh, Saudis are very welcoming and they show their welcoming power by the power of the investments. The third largest sovereign wealth fund is that of Saudi Arabia. And I think within two to three years, the largest in the world will be that of Saudi Arabia, above $1 trillion. So imagine if Greece is able to attract $5 billion or $10 billion. That's a huge amount and a huge success for the Greek government. And kudos to the vision of the Greek government and especially to the Greek prime minister. And I say this with all the respect because it required the visionary ability for any Greek leader to do it. Professor Svakanakis, thanks for joining us on The Greek Current. It was great speaking with you. Thank you for having me. In other news, Ankara upped the ante with Athens again on Wednesday, and Foreign Minister Mevlut Avusoglu employed harsh rhetoric while announcing that Turkey has prepared new letters of complaint against Greece that it plans to send to the five permanent members of the UN Security Council and to the EU. Tsavusoglu also lashed out at Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis, saying that the sole purpose of his trip to Washington last May was to accuse Turkey, while also charging the Greek authorities with quote-unquote supporting terrorism. Meanwhile, Tsavusoglu said talks with the United States over the sale of F-16 fighter jets are going well, adding that the negative atmosphere seen in Congress in past years has disappeared. Finally, Nikos Androulakis, a member of the European Parliament and the leader of Greece's third-largest party, the center-left Pasok Kinal, was targeted with malicious spyware last year, an analysis of his phone by the parliament's technology experts revealed. Late last month, experts notified Andrulakis that in September 2021, weeks after declaring he would be a candidate to lead the opposition party back home, he had received a text message with a link that would have installed the spyware Predator, a clunkier version of the famous spyware Pegasus, on his phone, had he clicked on it. The discovery of the attempt has compounded concerns that such technology is being used for nefarious political purposes. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.